What's up, y'all? Welcome back into the Lacoste Bucket Podcast. Tanner Demlin here with y'all. As always, it has been about two weeks since I last recorded a podcast. So getting back into the things here and uh, got a lot to talk about. I'm going to start off here on the coaching front where Chad Sermon is no longer the head coach at Mercer, uh, stepping down back on July 7th, about a little less than two weeks ago. Um, Sermon there's the head coach for two seasons, had been there for seven overall, including his time as an assistant. Uh, so another opening there at Mercer on the head coaching front. We have also had a number of assistant coaching moves, two of the most notable ones being at Georgetown, where John Hogan has been hired as the assist as the offensive coordinator, excuse me, I should say, uh, coming over from Richmond, where they've had some pretty good offenses here in recent years. So he'll be taking over that Georgetown offense, which uh, should be pretty, pretty dang good again here in 2023. So Georgetown fills that vacancy. And then earlier this week, Michigan has filled their offensive coordinator vacancy with Scott Beter, uh, formerly OC at Lafayette coming to the Big Ten, to Michigan, to take over uh, there where Justin Terry was before taking over at St. John's as the head coach. So uh, Scott Beater, the new OC there at Michigan. John Hogan, the new OC at Georgetown. Two biggest pieces of assistant coaching news in recent uh, weeks or over the past week or so. Um, also need to, well, let's just go over here, the, the assistant coaching hires thus far, um, uh, uh, recent ones since the last time we recorded here. So um, Brad Ross has finalized his staff at Bryant. Chris Gabrielli joins the staff there after you know serving as the head coach at Providence. Uh, then Travis Harrington has been retained on staff. He was an assistant coach there. I uh, believe the offensive coordinator, if I'm uh, not mistaken there, at Bryant. So he uh, is retained and Chris Gabrielli uh, comes in. So Brad Ross has his initial staff at Bryant. Bobby Benson has completed his staff at Providence. Carl Kennedy following him from Maryland to Providence. Kennedy was the uh, volunteer assistant there um, at Maryland uh, past season with Benson or past couple seasons with Benson. He's, uh, you know, joining him there on staff at Providence. And then Casey Broderson, this was, uh, you know, reported a, a while back, uh, Casey Broderson 
uh, heading to Providence as well under the uh, Bobby Benson staff. And Broderson was a, uh, a, 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 a finalist, a candidate for that Bryant job, was the assistant the assistant coach. I believe maybe he also had the associate head coach tag, but uh, at Bryant, um, obviously doesn't get the job and, and heads over to Providence. So a really, really good hire there for Bobby Benson and Providence, and then getting Carol Kennedy on to finalize that staff there. Uh, Lehigh has tapped Matt Francis as their assistant coach. Uh, Francis taking over, uh, fills the vacancy. John Crawley left uh, when he left for Johns Hopkins earlier in the summer. Uh, Francis comes to Lehigh after a six-year stint at Providence, the last three of which he was the Friars associate head coach. He oversaw the program's defense and goalies. Uh, that included 2019 uh, Big East goalie of the year, Tate Boyce, under his uh, tutelage. So he is now at Lehigh. And then we have had UMBC get a new offensive coordinator in Mikey Heron, uh coming from VMI, where he had served as a volunteer assistant in, would that have been 2019? And then, excuse me, 2020, served as a volunteer uh, in 2020. Uh, Haley was on that 2019 Virginia team. Um, goes to VMI as a, a volunteer assistant 2020. And then James Papilla, uh retains him and, and promotes him to a full-time assistant there in 2021. As part of that inaugural uh, Papilla staff, uh, VMI, Offensively, hasn't been the best, um, but you know saw improvement this past season. Four and eleven uh, record, nine point six goals per game. Uh, there's been clear, clear improvement there uh, with uh, Herring on staff. Um, and then the last piece of assistant coaching news to touch on here is Nick Grill heading to Vermont as the program's defensive coordinator. He was at Binghamton for one year, um, first-time coach, had been there for a year. Um, and you know, that Binghamton staff was the uh, voted the America East coaching staff of the year, I believe it was, um, and it really had a, had a solid season there. Uh, so he stays in the America East. Nick Grill does, uh, but moves on to Vermont, uh, where they actually you know should have a pretty good defense again this season. You you have the hole to fill with Ryan Cornell there, obviously, uh, but you know should, you know re- return a good amount of talent uh, at least at the close defense uh, position as well as with uh, Nick Alviti at the LSM spot. Uh, Jackson Canfield, Will Jones, uh, uh, Jackson Canfield back for you know, his senior season. Um, Will Jones, the other starter on, at close there, uh, was a senior this past season. You've got Jacob Stone was a, a, a really good uh, short-stick defensive midfielder. Uh, obviously, Ryan Cornell, uh, you know, losing him. 
is a big loss there. Uh, but, you know, overall, uh, have, have a good, solid defense coming back. Tim Manning, another guy, started all 19 games uh, for that Vermont defense as well. Uh, sh- should be a decent group coming back, and, and we'll see how things go under Nick Grill there in uh, at Vermont. Moving on to the transfer portal, uh, we have had some movement here over the past week. Uh, notable movement, I should add, over the past few weeks. Um, and w- let's go kind of chronologically here. So, um, in terms of when it was reported, um, a number of D3 players have uh, confirmed moving up to the D1 ranks. That includes St. Lawrence goalie Will Helm. He'll be heading to Duke, uh, was a USILA second team All-American and the Liberty League Co-Defensive Player of the Year. This past season, 194 saves, 57.9% save percentage, anchoring one of the best defenses in Division Three lacrosse, 9.6 goals allowed per game, uh, and, and they were uh, – the best man down unit in college across in Division Three, 89.6% success rate. Uh, we'll see how Helm does. Obviously, there's a hole there with the uh, graduation of Mike Adler at Duke, so we'll see if he is the guy that's going to be able to step in there uh, or if it is one of these guys currently already in Durham. You also have another St. Lawrence player, Chris Jordan. He'll be heading to Penn State, uh, starting each of the past two seasons at attack for the Saints. Um, and this past year, 2022, was the leading point getter, 89 points off 40 goals and 49 assists, led the conference in points uh, per game, as well as a 13 uh, USIOA All-American. Uh, this is a Penn State program that you know needs – needs to be, you know, brought back uh, to life after a couple of down seasons. They've had a number of injuries. We'll see what the impact of Jordan is there in Happy Valley. So uh, they can turn that, uh, you know, turn it around. It's it's Sad Valley right now. They want to move it back to Happy Valley uh, 3-11 this past season. A youthful roster. We'll see uh, what this influx does there, uh, Penn State getting multiple transfers uh, this offseason as well. Chase Mullins, the North Carolina faceoff man, also heading to Happy Valley. In addition, we've had uh, Gettysburg midfielder Griffin Gallagher. He had announced a few weeks ago, about a week ago, that he was heading to North Carolina in 2023. And uh, Springfield attackman Zach Shute uh, has told uh, he'll be heading to Siena next season. So in terms of Gallagher, 30 goals, 5 assists last year for the Bullets. Third leading goal scorer, you know, Chapel Hill loses a lot. Uh, we'll see what he does there. He joins a class in Tra- Chapel Hill. Transfer class that includes Sean Goldsmith, D1 
the attackmen out of Moser, Logan McGovern, the attackmen out of Bryant, and Haley Welford, the midfielder out of Bucknell. Millis Ellison, JT Roselli also heading to North Carolina. Uh, Shoot, on, on the other hand, heading to Siena uh, from Springfield. Zach Shoot, uh, 91 points off 52 goals and 39 assists this past season. A new Mac all-conference first-team selection. Enters career at Springfield with a total of 153 points. A very, very productive career there. Uh, in the Division Three ranks, we'll see what he can do heading to a Siena program that, you know, got back on track this season in terms of after a couple of, you know, winless seasons there, 2020 and 2021. Uh, they, they get back on track this season. We'll see how far they can go in 2020. Three. A pair of face-off transfers to kind of close this short podcast up with. Jamie Zuzzi heading to Duke in 2023. Um, the Penn face-off man confirmed a lacrosse bucket last week that he'd be heading to Duke. Uh, all Ivy honorable mention, honorable mention this past spring. 183 for 336, 54% at the dot. Also grabbing 92 ground balls this past season for the Quakers. Uh, was especially good in May. 68% against Richmond. Um, and, and then went 65% there against Rutgers in the second round. We'll see how this impacts Duke at the, at, at the faceoff position. Uh, Jake Naso is returning, obviously, uh, so we'll see, uh, you know, how much Zuzai gets there, Zuzi gets there uh, with Naso, but that could be a very dangerous one-two punch there uh, in Durham. Uh, now, Syracuse also getting in on the face-off transfer market with Johnny Rapusa heading from Canisius to Syracuse, announcing his decision actually yesterday. Uh, 52% as a freshman this past spring, a MAC all-rookie selection, end of the year, fourth in face-off percentage in the MAC, 39th nationally, fourth among freshmen. A really solid, really good freshman season for uh, Lacusa at Canisius. Uh, we'll see, you know, this is a Syracuse program that has, you know, really gone, gone heavy transfer portal this offseason in terms of getting guys like Alex Simmons, Cole Coast, um, and then Will Mark, obviously, on the defensive end. Uh, LIU goalie coming in uh, just about two weeks ago that announced uh, that transfer was announced. It was me back early July, I believe it was, uh, that was announced about three weeks ago now. Uh, and now getting a Johnny Lacusa. And look, I mean, he's, he has the opportunity to be the guy at the face-off dot uh, for Syracuse this season. Jacob Fopp is grad- uh, has graduating. Jake Savage has transferred out. He's now playing club at Chapman. Uh, sophomore Jack Fine and incoming freshman Gavin Gibbs out of Notre Dame, PA. The only other two players in that face-off room at Syracuse at the moment. Uh, so, Lacusa has a has the opportunity to step in and be an impact player right away. Obviously, the, the, the competition he faced 
uh, necessarily in the MAC. While there are some good faceoff guys in the MAC, uh, certainly this past season, Demetri George uh, to uh, at Quinnipiac, Matt Sutar at um, Monmouth, to to name a couple. Uh, you know, the, the, that's a step up though uh, from, from those guys, and those guys are very good. But that's a step up to then going to uh, facing off against APD Lasala. Uh, there uh, against Virginia. Um, so we'll see how he translates to the ACC. Uh, should be a, uh, you know, hopefully things work out here for Syracuse. Um, you know, they want to get a, get back on track. Um, 410 season, missed the NCAA tournament first time 15 years. A lot of transfers coming in. We'll see how this all plays out and uh, see if Lucusa can can be a, you know, how much of an impact he is there uh, for Gary Gates' program. All right, folks, an- another quick episode here uh, in July. As always, thank you all for tuning in. You can connect with us on social media, at Lacrosse Bucket, on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, lacrossebucket.com is the website. Getting ready in August, we'll start looking ahead towards the uh, 2023 season as fall ball is just a few uh, months out now. So uh, we'll begin looking, doing an early look as usual at each program, doing it a little differently this year than I have in the past. uh, But that thing, That will begin uh, in August, giving a little snapshot look at all 75, I believe. The numbers keep changing, guys. Uh, 75 programs uh, in college lacrosse uh, ahead of the 2023 season.